Hello, and welcome to the Fun and Sobriety Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan, and I am an alcoholic. Today is another solo episode of the Fun and Sobriety Podcast, or at least I hope it will be. Um, <laughs> not that I hope that I'll be solo, I just hope that I'll actually release it. Because uh, <clears throat> I feel insecure today, right? I feel insecure right now. Right? Like I, I, I fear that <clears throat> I fear that these solo episodes of the Fun and Sobriety podcast become too navel gazy, right? Like I don't. It's it's a strange double edged thing because part of me. I'm just putting it out there, put these out there. I, I, I reflect on whatever is going on in my life and in my mind at the time that I record it. And I, and I just offer it out there with this weird insecurity that anybody gives a shit and, and <clears throat> a weird like inverse pride of like, why do I even, why would I, you know, why would I even think anybody would care? Right. But I, I still take the actions to put it in this, the website space and upload it and do the thing to get it out there so you can hear it. And every time I do it, I'm very self-conscious. I'm, I'm very unsure of myself, unsure that there's a reason, you know, that it, that unsure that anybody gives a shit, not really clear why I would think anybody would, which makes me like ridiculously grateful when, I, if I ever find out somebody does does listen and, and, you know, has a positive thing, especially, right? Like, <laughs> and all the more sensitive if I get negative feedback, that's for sure. But that's, that's on me. All of it's on me. And that's, <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I just feel extra insecure about this this week. And uh, I, I suppose... I suppose that makes sense because the overarching theme of what I'm struggling to release in a podcast form this week is connection. You know, I uh, I'm the kind of person who has always felt alone in a crowd. I've always felt separated from, right? Like I've never felt quite... I never felt like I quite fit in, no matter where I was, no matter where I am. I've always felt like I was I was missing some I don't know some genes, some uh, uh, simple uh, uh, mental processing to just relax in my skin and relax into the room and just be around people and be friendly with people and. And be a part of. And um, I don't know. I, I want to hang it on the holidays. I want to hang it on this time of year to make that it makes it worse. But I, 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 I don't know. Every time I, 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 every time I've released a podcast where I'm talking about like Sunday blues and the, and the sense of like just sadness, like I, I keep wanting to put it on external things, which is, you know, even as I'm doing that, I, I'm aware that it's it's not the weather's fault it's not the grayness outside's fault that i feel the way i feel inside it's it's just a a nice and uh allegory for the what's going on inside right but it's me right i've always felt this way and 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 for me i've i've put that at least when i was younger and i first began to recognize that like i just i don't feel 
comfortable in my skin. I don't feel a sense of like connection to my fellow humans the way that other people appear to to have it, right? Like I don't feel utter disconnect. I just I just don't feel comfortable in my skin. I you know, I, I it's the the best visualization is like standing awkwardly in the corner holding a, a plate of appetizers and a and a drink at a cocktail party. Uh, being utterly unsure of how these people are capable of chit-chatting about whatever it is they're chit-chatting about. And my brain immediately, you know, leaping to, well, it must be a bunch of bullshit. These people are talking about silly stuff. And, you know, it's it's that defense mechanism that makes me, you know, rather than sit in insecurity, I'll just think, well, I'm superior because I can't be entertained by such simplistic nonsense, um, which always crumbles away the moment anyone engages with me and invites me into a conversation, and I'm so grateful. <laughs> and I and I engage with them, and and that's the that's that's the peculiar thing that I'm I'm trying to articulate, trying to find words to articulate, trying to even find the right theme to bring it into this podcast form of, I don't know what that is, this this feeling of being separate and, and just, ooh, ooh, the discomfort in my own skin. It, it'll come on me in these waves that make me, oh gosh, like I don't want to look in the mirror. I don't even want to get out of bed. I want to throw on some baggy clothes so I can't see anything having to do with me. And I just, I feel like loathsome of my entire skin skin sack. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, it's, it's a little dramatic, but that, that kind of captures the whole feeling and it'll just come on me randomly and periodically. And I'll just not want to be, it's like this feeling of like wishing I could check out of my body and just kind of hover around in the ether and just kind of, you know, not exist, but then come back later and, and have all the wonderful experiences of life, right? Like, I know that that's a, a really perhaps not a relatable sensation, but that's the where I go, you know, and I, okay, that's not where I go, but that's, that's a visualization of, of how to describe my lying in bed in the dark at like three thirty in the morning. If I've woken up and I'm just full of fears and insecurities and I just like, I don't, I don't want to do this and that, that'll just carry me through that'll just carry through in me and I'll, I'll be having to interact with people at work and out in the grocery store and in the community and at meetings even and I just am like I don't I'm different right like that's just this like I feel like <laughs> like those like those ads for for prescription medications where they got the little blue dot over the person's head and they're like this person you know and like to signify that they are separate from the world around them that's how that captures it so well um you know, in a visualization form for 25 seconds but you know what i mean so yeah i i'm struggling with how to relate this sense of connection or disconnection that I, I, I just carry within me uh, through this this podcast right now. And those of you listening, you know, if you're listening, you're, you're hearing me struggle with this insecurity and <clears throat> dilemma in real time, right? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm jabbering about it. And at the same time, I'm living it because this is, you know, I've, I've recorded hours of 
what I wanted to or thought I wanted to release for this week's podcast. And I keep after the fact going, no, that's just bullshit. No, that's not what I wanted to say. No, that's not, you know, that's not right. It's not personal enough. It's too general. You know, it's too rambling, like any number of things. Because, you know, I'm not going to go back and listen to them because I can't stand listening to myself talk. That's the other thing, you guys. So (laughs) that's another irony of uh, (sighs) releasing a podcast that is exclusively me talking is that at some point I have to sit and listen to myself talk. (sighs) But, yeah, I mean, even just saying that a second ago, Connectivity is the general theme that I hadn't, until I said it a minute ago, I hadn't been able to put my finger on what exactly it is I'm trying to relate, like what's going on within me right now. I kept I kept trying to summarize it all as sadness and, and emptiness inside me, which are all there, right? I've talked about that more than once. But I guess right now these are that sense is manifesting in you know this 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 idea of connection and lack of connection and i don't know also isolation and withdrawing in within myself right cuz that's that's how that's always manifested right as much as i am a gregarious person and I've, i always that's that's the ironic thing is i've always been this person who feels uncomfortable in his skin in my own skin and un you know, uncomfortable and and unaware of how to fit in with just general people in, you know, with people in general and in crowds and and in groups and at school and and, and organizations all over the board. At the same time, I'm also somebody very outgoing who wants to be a part of everybody, all those things, and wants to grab hold of all those little connections and, and make it the central part of my life because I thrive off of human interaction. So I have this weird conundrum in me that <laughs> manifests is like I truly don't feel like I relate to you like I'm I'm like in a moment I'm just like I, I don't understand what it takes to engage in just a, a one-on-one conversation about cars or, or football or <sighs> whatever shit people talk about which is and 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 so I feel like withdrawn and and closed inside of myself while simultaneously knowing that I have all of the tools to actually engage in those things and actually participate and be a member of whatever little group I'm I'm actually feeling separate from while I'm in the middle of you know it's I, I don't know how better else to describe it like it's this internal dilemma of I mean, I guess it just boils down to insecurity, right? It's this internal insecurity that says, whatever contribution you think you you have to the group isn't worth it, right? And that that nagging son of a bitch voice is just always there. It's always been there. For as long as I, I have any conscious memory, I guess, it's always been there. This sense that... I'm just not enough, right? And all through my life, everything that I've achieved, every task I've put myself on and accomplished, you know, all the plays that I performed in as a kid, all the goofy shit I would do to make my family laugh, to make my kids laugh, to make my friends laugh, you know, 
even my attempts at performing on stage as an adult, which eh, we'll say it's good efforts. <laughs> I'm not going to claim to be any good at it, but all of it being me like forcing myself through that that insecurity and just giving it a shot and fingers crossed that it's going to work out. And, and like so many times, so often in my life, it's worked out fine. Like people, I had, I remember this distinct feeling, this, this thing happened in junior high school where I was interacting with some guy, like we're playing basketball after school or before school or something, you know, it was just whatever. And he made some comment, offhand comment saying, you know, well, yeah, but you're like really popular and blah, blah, blah. And went on with it. And I, and I was dumbfounded. Because in my mind, he was the popular guy, and I was just like lucky to hang around him and play, you know, shoot hoops a couple times a week. And so to hear him refer to me in effectively the same, with effectively the same language, but directed at me, I was just like, what do you? I, 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 it struck with me, right? I mean, how many things do you remember from when you're, you were twelve? But it stuck with me, right? Because that, that that that's a perfect. Uh, uh, a little encapsulation of it is I'm so removed from how I appear to the world around me and 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 that appearance is driven by I'm so removed that I have no sense of how who I act how I actually come across and what's even more dumbfounding about that is that personality that I put out there and I still do this today and and I I'm I'm guessing I'm not the only person listening to this that does this that personality that I put out there is me consciously intending to be a certain way right like I want to be fun I want to be gregarious because when I am and when I really let myself go into those moments and when I when I'm just joyful and free even if it's joyful and free enough to like wander around a, a, a cocktail party and talk to five people and have like quiet, you know, uh, personal conversations that are, are like true connections with them. Like even just giving myself that much uh, uh, latitude for joy, it, it fills me, right? Like I, I, I don't, I, I feel like I'm having a very hard time explaining this without sounding like a, a nut because as I'm saying these things I feel like I sound like a nut like I feel like I'm a robot trying to describe in plain language something that's just intuitive about emotions that come to uh, everyone and I'm experiencing them in this weird like separate sensation of like yes but this is not natural for me my natural state is to be enclosed and isolated in the corner and I don't know where that comes from because as I'm describing all that I also feel in those moments especially that my natural state is to be engaging is to be in the thick of things and 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 to live right to be out there actively engaging with people and and making connections and meeting people and whatever having fun having uh meaningful conversations and and reaching my hand out to help and and whatever and that's i don't know how to describe that other than i feel fundamentally insecure and it's 
resolved revolves somehow around this sense of connection. You know, um, like I said, I, I, I can remember feeling this way for as long as I have memories, right? And, and since I was a kid and I first, you know, became aware of this creeping sense of being uncomfortable in my own skin, part of me immediately just like registered that as this is because you were molested, right? Like this is this feeling of separateness is because I carried inside me this need to keep something separate, right? Like what happened to me sucked, right? And, and as a kid, I was conscious enough of how much it sucked to know that I didn't want to sit in it. And so I would just push it away and I could compartmentalize, I guess is the word, right? Like, and that develops this like little shell that you build the rest of your your life around knowing that the shell's sitting there and you and you still kinda kinda still have to look at it and and, and, and register it and in the middle of the night it kinda pops open and you're like, oh God, what the fuck is this? This is so gross. And it and it just manifested into this like uh, feeling of separateness, right? Like because with that little hidden secret is this awareness as you look around the room of like none of these people none of these people really they're they don't they don't know me right and <clears throat> especially when you're little when you're a kid it, 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 you don't have the awareness that everybody feels kind of some in some fashion everybody feels that way so developed early on the sense of like everybody else can just kind of be together everyone else can just kind of do things together and and they can be collective and 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 I can't I can't I can't do that I'm I I I the best I can do is pretend right and so the best I can do is pretend so I I I, I would do my best and I would pretend and <laughs> I, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's normal I mean I, I feel like Anybody, if you sat them down and you could get the right language together and you could communicate effectively, I think everybody would would register some version of that, even if they hadn't been, you know, sexually molested. I feel like everybody has that same fundamental feeling of weirdness about people. At least that's what I tell myself, right? Because I know deep down I'm also just a person, right? Like there's no real fundamental difference about me than anyone listening to this right in general I have the same you know genetic stuff that everyone else does the same you know whatever the whatever the the building blocks that make my brain and make my body and make my organs and make my you know make me a human being everyone else has basically the same set of conditions and and we're all going to there's only you know, there's a finite set of experiences and, and potential things that we can all you know the chemical imbalances that can that can exist within our within our within our makeup you know everybody everyone can relate to everything to some extent that's a real fucking convoluted way of just saying that i feel like this feeling of faking it of pretending to be 
uh, uh, comfortable in a crowd is what we all do. And there's just this collective sense of like, yeah, this is, this is what it means to just be a person, right? Like the most comfortable, uh, uh, charismatic person in, in, in a room, they're just leaning into the awareness that maybe not even an awareness, they're just leaning into the aspect of, yeah, this is just performative. This is how you perform in order to make sure that everyone that I fit in with everyone around me and everyone fits in with me. Right. And that's like the, you know, that like the literal performers, uh, um, uh, expertise, right? Like that's, I mean, look at part of why I'm, I'm certain that this is a universal thing is like so many performers are, you know, uh, when they are, alone or in in quiet times are very very shy and introspective and you know like i mean famously like robin williams right like the wild and crazy guy well, that's not robin williams but you know the, the the wild frenetic energy that would make you think that he would just be exhausting to be around right like like i was riddled with depression and sadness and you know he was probably the most quiet and introspective person and all of that was a facade and, and, a, and a projection and, you know, a tool he could use to function in the world, right? And, and that's, that's, that's what I picture is a similar, uh, I want to say mask, let's say, that, that I put on and, and it, it's a smiling face and it's a, it's a, it's a, hey, everything's cool face. I'm going to be okay face. And I, and I like trudge on through the next day of whatever it is and and it works right it works until it doesn't work and then when it doesn't work I'm in states like I am recently here where I'm just I'm just feeling I mean it's a tiring thing I feel you know, a little sad with the holidays, right? Like, I'm not going to put it on the holidays, but it but it does come, you know. Um, and my guess is everybody has this feeling of disconnect and desire to connect this time of year, right? Like, we design our society around, you know, the holidays and whatever, and the way we approach Christmas, you know, we're, we're, it's time for, 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 you know, family and being with friends and, and all of the things. And, and that's, you know, it's, it's a collective awareness of this need to connect with one another, you know, and, and when it's at its best, we set aside our differences and we, you know, reconnect with people who we wouldn't necessarily otherwise connect with and, and all of the like pretty hallmark things. And maybe this is just the way all that stuff affects me. I, I don't know. Cause yeah, I mean, underlying underneath all of it is is a full awareness that you know the world's going to end it's going to end for me specifically 
probably long before the world itself ends, but it's going to end. It's going to end for my kids. It's going to end for every person that I love. It's going to end for every person I've ever met and every person they've ever met and so on down the line, right? Like, taken from a far enough view, there's no difference between all of the humans walking around on the planet right now and and all the ants walking around on the planet, right? Like, you look from far enough away, we're all just insignificant little atoms binging around and bumping into each other. And, uh... <sighs> that's a paradoxically comforting thought for me. And it's paradoxical because it doesn't make me feel uh, hopeless, you know. And maybe I should say it doesn't make me feel any more hopeless, right? Like, I already feel hopeless. I already feel insignificant, right? And, and awareness of that doesn't make that insignificant, make, make that feeling of insignificance get, like, so heavy that I want to die. It, it kind of frees me because I realize I really am insignificant. It's not just that I feel insignificant. It's not that I just feel insecure about whatever state of whatever in my life right now or conditions in my life and in my relationships and whatever. I really am. All of the things really are insignificant, me included. And I don't know, maybe that's part of the, the lack of connection, difficulty with connection thing is like, that, that it's hard to find people who embrace that, who can hear that and be like, yeah, man, that, that makes sense to me. I, I feel the same way. And, and, and I guess I have a handful of such people in my life who, who are people I consider close and people who I, I have a close affinity, like, not not simply like like not simply you know lovers and partners but but friends who I, who I love and at some core level they are my people right and that's bringing this around to like sobriety and recovery that that's who I look for in meetings that's who I look for in in the collective of sober people that I'm around which is in general at meetings um or you know a, 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 events that are you know put on by or attracting to sober people specifically intentionally like those are the people like I I have people in my life who I'm not even that close to but I just kind of have this feeling like that that's my person that 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 that's my people and it's an intangible thing and and maybe I don't maybe I don't I don't want to investigate any further than that so that I don't have to then find some nuance of like, oh, no, they don't, they don't actually feel the same way as I do about this, right? Because cause this, this, this insignificance thing, this whole uh, sense that the universe is so, so vast and immeasurable that I am ultimately insignificant, like that to me, that to me is my connection to a higher power. And I guess that's kind of what I'm saying there is when I, when I see people and I'm like, that's my kind of person, that that person's part of my people, somewhere they have a connection to their higher power that maybe if they described it, it wouldn't sound like that, but it resonates. Their, their 
sense of connection to this universe resonates in a way that matches my sense of connection. And my sense of connection is what I just described there as, as just being some creature, some collection of atoms and genes and thoughts, I guess, that just is just one thing that happens in, in the universe and it just happens to be happening right now, right? Like, I, I suppose after having tried to articulate that, you may be able to understand why that's a difficult message to hang your hat on for trying to connect with people. Um, and it's not an obvious and an intentional thing. It's just what resonates for me inside, right? I mean, somehow that all works with this feeling of emptiness and disconnect that I feel like I started with, right? That, like, becoming self-aware, right? Like, at some point I, I registered, like, hey, I'm, I am actually just... A, a, a person walking around having thoughts and feelings and no different from <laughs> no different from anyone else walking around having thoughts and feelings but at the same time completely separate from and unrelatable to other people right like somewhere along the lines that sense kicked in and I won't lie right like this underlies a lot of why I drank the way I drank, right? Like, I just wanted to blot that shit out. It was so confusing, and I just, I wanted to f just simply be, I just wanted to be connected to people. I just wanted to be, like, comfortable in my skin. I just wanted to be, you know, part of the crowd. I wanted to be invited to the party. I wanted to be, you know, <laughs> I wanted to step up to the bar and have the bartender look at me and be like, what's going on, man? What do you need, right? Like, and I, and I could never get that, and I would drink, and I would drink, and I'd still never get that. Like, I, I swear, you know, I swear the universe was, like, forcing, like, trying to, like, force it into my brain. Like, you should not be behaving like this. Like, I never, I don't remember one time ever in my life stepping up to a bar and having the bartender notice me. It's the damnedest thing. The damnedest thing. I could stand there for 15 minutes, kind of lightly tap on the thing, make eye contact, wave money at him. Always, always, always last on the list. And like people would walk up, help those people next before me. Like I, I don't know what the fuck that was. I mean it's it's like a joke. You know, it was a joke between me and the universe that you know, it would just make me frustrated as a fucking drinker. I'd be like, what So I'd order two drinks and fuck that guy. Um <laughs> That's a weird anecdote, but it's the, it's true. Uh but yeah, I mean, I I drank to forget. I drank to forget that feeling of emptiness to to uh, short circuit whatever that insecurity is that still sits in there, so that I could like go comfortably interact with people. I could go have chatty conversations, right? Like my 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 description of that would be to just go flirt, to be able to go flirt. I would flirt with everyone. That's like that was the personality that I would adopt. I'm just flirty. Right? Men and women, didn't matter. It was it was a flirty personality, right? And yeah, I, I have a good enough smile and I'm 
symmetrical enough face and, and I'm, I'm kind enough that flirty works for me. You know, you know, when you, you find something that works for you, you're going to stick with it. Right. And that became like, uh, that became like the armor, right? A couple of drinks, get a little flirt on and have enough drinks to, to be able to push past the awareness that the flirt is just annoying, that the flirt is not helping, that the flirt isn't actually doing what you expect it to do, but fuck it. Because I also drink too much, right? Like, whatever it is inside me that makes it so that I can't stop drinking, I, I got it. Whatever it is that other people have, I got it. Because I would enjoy it, and I would have fun, and I would be loose and and, and a little buzzed and, and just enough to get you know, to loosen me up and, you know, you get out on the dance floor and you start interacting with people and you get a little flirty and you get, you start having a little fun and you can talk easily with people and I can never stop there, you know? And I don't know, I could, I could get real dark and, and focus on the fact that, you know, it's because that emptiness was never filled and, and, you know, damn right. Some nights that's exactly what it was. And it wouldn't be, it wouldn't take time for me to get there. It would be like, as soon as the (sighs) barrier of conscious awareness was begun to falter just the littlest bit by a little bit of a buzz, that vacuum, that vacuous void, I don't know why I needed to alliterate all that, would just take over. And I would just go from like a little bit fun and buzzed to dark and dismal. And both conditions, when I was just trying to have fun and when I was just trying not to fucking get so depressed that I couldn't whatever function, whatever, all of it feels driven by that emptiness and that emptiness leads to this sense of disconnect (laughs) and I I don't know why I'm trying to spell it out there like I'm proving a theorem or something but it it really does kind of tick down the line like that (sighs) and who knows maybe uh, it's it's a, an emotional cycle, right? Like men go through hormonal cycles similar to women, right? We just don't have a, a, a clear physical manifestation like women do. But we're we're all biological creatures. There's rhythms that dictate our lives that we're unaware of that you know influence us in ways that we just kind of take for granted or just kind of gloss over because you know life is also happening at the same time and maybe that's underlying some of the like just sadness and 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 emptiness i've been feeling for the last week that you know that that's made it impossible for me to actually come to a final conclusive podcast that i'm like yeah that one's close enough i'll put it up you know that that's leading me to feel an overwhelming sense of insecurity about each one of these and that's why i keep doing that right like i don't know Maybe it is related to the holidays. Maybe it's that I'm not engaging in, or no, clearly, surely it's partly because I'm not engaging in the conscious activities that I know I need to do in order to have a sense of connection, right? Like, there's plenty of things. I know what to do. I know who to call. I know, I know to go, like, put some running shoes on and go for a fucking run, right? Like, for me, 
I'm such an agitated person. Just going out there and physically moving around helps. Always helps. It's always helped my entire life, right? Like that's always helped. I'm, I was the kind of guy who wanted to get really high and go for a fucking bike ride or go play basketball, right? Like it wasn't it wasn't enough to feel like have the mellowness. Like I was never seeking the mellowness. I was seeking the like, let's go, let's go. So you know, I, I've said it many times in my life, but I'm very glad that I stayed away from powders and uppers and speed because that would have really been my bag. I'm sure of it. No, I'm sure of it. I, I did take speed a couple of times and I was like, holy fuck, I love this. <laughs> that was a tangent. I mean, I, I know what to do to get myself out of this stuff, right? Like, even last night when I was just bumming Friday night bummers, dude, like my, my, my girl was at work and I was all by myself and, and, you know, my, my kids were engaged in their own things and, you know, frankly, who wants to hang out with their kids on a Friday night? Am I right? And, uh, you know, I just, I didn't just, and I just, and again, I'm feeling a sense of disconnect. So yeah, I want to go out and be in a crowd, but I also don't want to see a fucking single person. And I'm just like, and I'm like, gritting my teeth and I just I don't want to be alone but I don't want to be around people and I, I just is like I said fuck it and I went for a run right I ran for like an hour felt way better right I know to do those things and I know to go out and and sit down with other people right like this morning I woke up not unlike that same you know in in a state that wasn't unlike that so I went to a meeting right because that's what those meetings are for it's for fellowship it's a sense of community it's it's getting you know i i know to do this i know to just get out of my own way take a deep breath go interact with people go accept their kindness their you know their just camaraderie and it always 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 pulls me out even if it only pulls me out for the moments that it's happening that's better than sitting alone in my room and it's way better than sitting alone in my room and drinking, fuck. But just sitting in my alone and sul- uh, sitting alone and sulking, sitting isolating and and all anything that takes me away from that. It's better than than isolating even if if it only lasts for a second. I don't know you guys. I know I'm rambling, but I also know what I'm talking about is relatable. I mean, seasonal depression disorder, I I keep trying to say that like I know the term, but I think you guys know what I'm talking about. It's a real thing, right? We get just extra bummed out this time of year, right? And uh, I apologize if that's pejorative. I mean, I, I, I know that I'm not a depressed person. I've had sadness and I've felt bummed out for a while, I've never been genuinely depressed, so I don't I don't mean to demonize anyone's, you know, personal sense of just how crushing this seasonal depression is or true depression is. I, I genuinely I'm not I'm not minimizing that. I'm just pointing out that it it, it if everybody does get affected by just the general grays and the blahs and the coldness. It affects us all. And um and me like trying to articulate or stream uh, 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 stream of consciousness uh, discuss talk about how it manifests for me. You know, I, I I'm 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 
willing to do this because I'm, I trust that it's relatable even to people who don't have true depression that they can just sense. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've met enough, I've met enough drunks and alcoholics and drug addicts to know that, that my sense of feeling very isolated and alone and separate from no matter where I am in my life, no matter where I am physically, no matter when I'm talking about, I know that that's relatable to most all of them, most all of you. And I guess ultimately that is the point of this podcast, right? Is the connection. Like I want to connect with you guys. I want, I want to reach out and offer this part of me, right? I can't, I can't guarantee I'm going to run into uh, everyone listening to this in person. And I can't guarantee that if, if we do run into each other, either one of us is going to be in the state of mind to discuss anything like this or, or the conditions will be right for that to even matter or, you know, be appropriate. So yeah, I I'm offering this out there to say, Hey, you know, this affects me this way. I, I feel, <laughs> At a core, fundamental, deep down, uncomfortably core level, disconnected from other people um, in that way. In that way of like, nobody nobody quite gets it. Nobody quite understands. I don't quite, which, which is, you know, a, a selfish way of admitting or, 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 or preventing myself from having to acknowledge that it's, it's not that other people don't understand. It's that I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand other people. Right. So I don't understand other people. So I, I internalize that as they don't understand me. Right. Like that's, that's probably a, a weakness in the English language. Like there's probably some more advanced or emotionally advanced, uh, language out there that would be like that's just one sense because fundamentally that's what it is right it's one sense the sense that I don't understand other people and they don't understand me that's just one sense and and the, the damning the damnedest thing and the thing that always carries me through even those times when I can't get out and connect with people in person and, and just can't bring myself to, to exercise or whatever the damnedest thing the thing that always gets me through it is an awareness that just because it feels so fucking true and 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 overwhelming, it isn't, right? It's just a feeling. And yeah, and it's powerful and, and give it enough weight, it can fuck up your life. This feeling of disconnect, this feeling of hopelessness, this feeling of emptiness, this feeling, this feeling, this feeling can fucking overwhelm you and and have so much verification and validity that it seems true and and is so supported by everything in the world to be so close to being true as to be might as well be true but the reality is it's just a fucking feeling and it'll pass you know it'll pass and I know my holiday bummers, they always pass. I know this feeling of being uncomfortable in my skin. It passes. It comes in waves. 
doesn't last that long. Doesn't last as long as it used to. Definitely doesn't last as long as it used to when I would drink all the time, right? Because, you know, drinking was the wor- <laughs> drinking was the worst escape from it because it felt so perfect and absolute and just like, yeah, now I'm fucking good. Now I feel good. And even in those moments, back of my mind knew, no, you don't feel good. You're just fucking not thinking about it. And then when you wake up with a hangover. I'm really not uncomfortable. I'm really not comfortable with my skin. I really hate myself now, and so then I'm I'm, I'm fucking getting drunk, right? Like that was the that was the cycle I was on, especially at the end. You know. So yeah, it doesn't last nearly as long as it did back then. That's the ironic thing is, for a long time, being solid in my cups. I would have registered that, no, this helps me through this. This this makes me forget this. This makes me... I wouldn't even have registered it as forgetting. I would have been like, no, this is this fixes it. No, what fixes it? <laughs> well, nothing's going to fix it. That's that's the thing I've become more and more comfortable with, with maturity and maturity and, and sobriety, is that nothing's going to fix it. But I can breathe through it, and I can survive it, because it is just a feeling, and it's going to be a different feeling some point in the future. And yeah, I'll always have this feeling of emptiness. I'm always, I'm always going to have this feeling of disconnect, this, this feeling of agitation, and an inability to like feel like I'm truly connecting with like most people. But it's also going to pass, and I'm going to have moments where I feel so at one with the person I'm with or the group of people I'm next to or connected to or whatever. And it's, it, that, the, the thing is, that's going to pass too, right? Like it's all just fluid feelings and emotions and thoughts and they come and go and I'll get to experience them for a few more years and then I'll go. And that's okay, you know. Ultimately, it's okay. That's, again my sense of a higher power, right? I'm just here experiencing the universe for the brief little amount of time that I get to do it. And by virtue of me being here, I'm part of the universe and the universe is everything. So I am part of everything. And it's hard to embrace that and feel it deep inside of me and not register that, oh shit, that means I'm connected to everything. And that walks me through that feeling of emptiness, you guys. Even as I just made those statements just now, I had a, a warmth in my stomach and a feeling of just calm came over me. And I'm not just saying that, that feel like I just walked through a bunch of nonsense and found myself in the calm that I'm always hoping I will find, that I'm always seeking to have come over me. It's a spiritual moment. And I, uh, I'm really glad I was able to share that with you all. Um, I'm not going to try and do anything else after that. That was uh that was as good as it's going to get today. So I uh I appreciate if you listened all the way to that moment. Um 
and I really hope that it resonated. I don't know. And I, I you know, I hope that it resonated in some small way. Um, I'm not silly enough to think that whatever feelings just came over me were in any way shared with anyone else who's passively listening, but, um, I do hope you register that, uh, there's nothing special about it, as in anyone can breathe through their sadness and their feelings of disconnection and their feeling of emptiness and just kind of be okay. Whew. Anyway, um, if you want to reach out, find me on Facebook or contact me through the Contact Us link of uh, at the Podcast Network.com. And, um, man, you know, this feeling of emptiness and dis-ease and disconnect, it's tough, it's pervasive, it's its always there inside of me, and uh, I'm always trying to find that little moment of reprieve, and because uh, I need to stay sober, right, like I, I'm... <laughs> My life would be completely garbage if I were to go back out drinking. And uh, I feel like some of you may be able to relate to that. And uh, my heart goes out to you if you're struggling with that same sense right now. It really does. Please, please know it. It it can pass. Things can get better. And you're not alone. Um, And I love each and every one of you. I really do. Even if I'm often incapable of making that seem real. I really appreciate you listening. And, uh, please have a good rest of your day. I'll wake up when I'm sober, which will probably